Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby and today we're taking a look at five stocks investors can add to their Christmas stockings and hold throughout 2024. To do that, we're joined by Eleanor Swanson from Firetrail and Simon Conn from IML. First up today, we have Kelsian Group, which used to be C-Link Travel. It operates ferry and bus services throughout Australia, Singapore and the UK. Eleanor, I might start on you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? So we think Kelsian is a buy and I'll give you three reasons why. So the first is that Kelsian operates in a structural growth industry, which is public transport. So I'm sure you have a lot of people come on the show and talk about, you know, decarbonisation, electric vehicles, lithium miners, but actually the best and most effective way to uh, reduce carbon emissions is by catching the bus. So as a person, if you hop on the bus, instead of driving a car, you're reducing your carbon emissions by 90%. And as a result, governments are investing in public transport infrastructure and Kelsian set to benefit from that. The other reason is that Kelsian is defensive. So 90% of its revenue is contracted. A lot of that is government-backed revenue. And in addition, it's got CPI escalators. So, you know, you can sleep easy at night knowing that Kelsian's earnings, you know, you do have really good visibility there. The final one is that the valuation is compelling. So it's trading at about 15 and a half times earnings. Um, We see over the next three years, 14% EPS CAGR. We actually think, um, you know, the the business can beat those market earnings. Um, You know, there's no contract wins factored in um, and Kelsian's got a very good track record of winning contracts so there's earnings upside valuation support you know we think it's a clear buy. Okay over to you Simon share price has lifted around 28% over the past year can it do it again over the next is it a buy hold or sell? Yeah well certainly it was a great buy at 550 but at 650 I think it's still a buy you know it's a solid business as Eleanor said it's a really good management team we don't like the, the no fair box risk and the inflation indexed wins that they can or the in protection in their public transport business in Australia. Um, and as Eleanor and as said, there's a real trend to electrification. And I think they've demonstrated the ability to bring state governments and councils along on that journey. So a real key P- IP. And then they're all aboard acquisition in the US, which is the recent addition to the portfolio. Recent update is that's performing um, you know, well, um, not as contracted as, as in Australia, but you know, they've got really strong operators in each of the regions they operate. You know, they own the depots, which puts them in a really big position to continue to win uh, more work with, you know, large tech companies or in the LNG sector, which is growing strongly. So strong management team, balance sheets, you know, reasonable. Um, and that inflation protection in Australia is a real key, key part of it as more of these tenders come up for renewal or, you know, new areas are put up for tender. Okay, we're kind of keeping with the decarbonisation theme with this next stock. It's Next Gen Energy. It boasts what could become one of the world's largest and cheapest uranium mines. Simon, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's had a good run, so I'd probably it's a, probably a buy to slash hold, to be honest. Um, but it is, look, it's a tier one asset. It's an amazing um, deposit. And I think if you want to own mining stocks, you need to own the best quality ones. So it's a hard rock, um, you know, and, and a simple mining process. So it's not in situ leaching, which a lot of the Australian operators are. Obviously, it's not in production yet, which is it's a fair way away. So that's always the risky bit. 
Um, but I think this is an asset ultimately will be owned by one of the tier one majors. Um, it's in a tier one jurisdiction in Canada as well. So, you know, we recently got some more approvals. You know, we, we like it as a play on the uranium thematic, which, you know, it's had a good run and that sector has had pullbacks. So I'd be cautious a bit at the moment, but it is a really good, good quality um, asset base. Mm, as Simon mentioned there, it's had a really good run over the past 12 months. Its share price is up 56%. I wish I invested in that stock a year ago. Eleanor, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, we still think NextGen is a buy. And the reason for that is we're very positive on the uranium price, even though it's had a fantastic run over the last 12 months. And, and the reason we're still positive is um, if you look at the supply-demand outlook for uranium, on the demand side, you've got this global recognition from countries that they're going to start needing to invest in nuclear reactors if they're really going to you know, progress towards that net zero target. In addition, if we think about you know, the geopolitical risks in the world at the moment, um, from an energy security standpoint, nuclear is really fantastic. It's got um, great ability to be transported as well as stored. So if you want to shore up your energy security as a nation, it, it makes sense to go nuclear. So the demand backdrop strong. On the supply side, you know, there's actually very limited excess inventory. So as a result, we think the uranium price can grind higher. And then, you know, as Simon's mentioned, um, next gen is super high quality asset, 40 year mine life. Um, the mine um, is situated in Saskatchewan in Canada, which is actually a very mining friendly jurisdiction. So we think it's a fantastic way um, to play the uranium thematic through next gen. Okay, last up today, we have building products producer CSR. Eleanor, last one for you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Uh, I'm feeling very positive, clearly, because it's another buy for us. So uh, CSR, 80% of its earnings are in the building product segment. So I think things like uh, fibre cement or plasterboard. Um, and what we're seeing in terms of kind of the market concerns around CSR is just where we are in terms of the housing cycle. Um, and if we look at the backlog in terms of detached housing, there's still about 100,000 homes that need to be built. And what that means is moving into next year, you know, you've still got quite strong visibility on earnings. In addition, the industry structure and building products has improved. And as a result, we're seeing a lot of the players in that industry put through double digit price rises. The demand backdrop's still pretty good. So we're seeing customers are accepting those price rises. And as a result, we're expecting CSR's EBIT margins to remain um, higher for longer. So we think there's earnings upside there. We really like it. So yeah, it's a buy. Its share price has risen around 19% over the past year. Simon, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? For us, it's a sell. We're very cautious on the cyclicals and we think, you know, with inflations, despite today's print, um, there's pressure on, on, on the interest rates to go up. Housing starts have turned down and so I think they're down 10%. Um, they are leveraged to, you know, detached housing, housing more than the apartment market. So we just think it looks pretty expensive up here and, and margins are elevated. So we're quite cautious on CSR. Okay, we asked our guests to bring along one stock that they can buy and hold in their Santa stockings throughout 2024. Simon, what have you brought for us today? Yeah, um, Ali, well, we really like Australian Clinical Labs or ACL. It's, um, it's a really strong business. There's only really three national pathology operators, Sonic, Helios and ACL now. And we think pathology is a really attractive industry. If you look, certainly if you look at the share price performance over the long term of Sonic, it's, you know, it's a very recurring business, generates good cash. And you know, the ability to grow through bolt-on acquisitions is clear. Sonic's been a great performer in many years. We think ACL has some really good management. They've got some really good IT systems, which was demonstrated through COVID. When volumes grew, they were able to generate really good cash. And as those COVID volumes came off, they were able to get their costs out of the business quite quickly compared to some of the other operators in the industry, particularly Helios. So, you know, we think it's really well positioned now as we get more business as usual. People are starting to slowly return to normal habits. It's taking a little bit longer, to be honest, um, than we would have thought. But as GP attendance is normalised now, um, we're seeing pathology volumes turn, return to that sort of mid-single digit growth. Um, balance sheet's very strong, only 40 million net debt. 
um, and we think that positions them well for either bolt-on acquisitions or if the ACCC may approve of the merger with Helios at some stage, maybe that get those two get together, which is a you know could be a good outcome. Uh, but if not, you know they could be a target themselves, or they can just proceed with the continual and bolt-on acquisitions to grow, to add to their growth. It's Thirteen times yields five and a half percent. It looks very cheap, and we think it's really well positioned um, for the next twelve months. Okay, over to you, Eleanor. What stock would you buy and hold throughout next year? So we think New Farm looks really interesting heading into calendar 24. So there's two things going on with that business. First, you've got the crop protection business, which is a cyclical business. You know, the volumes in that business are very much linked to kind of seasonal production uh, globally. Um, and what we're seeing there is, you know, inventory has built over the last 12 months. That's starting to unwind. You know, margins have been, you know, pretty compressed. However, New Farm has managed to take share. And we believe that the current $460 share price is a fair reflection of the valuation of the crop protection business. Um, not, what's not being factored into New Farm's share price is new seeds. So New Farm has put out some pretty ambitious targets in terms of the new seeds business. They're hoping to generate 500 to 600 mil of revenue in FY26. And we saw at their FY23 result really good signs that they are tracking towards those targets. They've actually put out firm guidance specifically for one product, which is the Omega-3 canola product in FY24 to generate 60 mil of revenue. And they're expecting that to double into FY25. So we believe, you know, there's significant upside in New Farm if it can start to demonstrate to the market that they can execute on the growth plans for New Seed. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed that Christmas special of Buy, Hold, Sell as much as I did. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content just like this every single week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.